Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hello and welcome to Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. I'm Jules, your co-host. If you're new to this type of work, please start with episode one. If you're an intermediate, you can fast forward to episode 98. If if you are an advanced practitioner, go ahead and fast forward all the way to 200. So with me, as always, to share her insight and her wisdom is the spirit doctor herself, Kelly Sparta. Hi, Kelly. How are you today? Well, you know, I've had better days. <laughs> I crawled up on my pillow last night. My neck is all locked up, so I'm trying to fix that. But otherwise, I'm I'm stellar. So, yes. So life is life is pretty freaking awesome here in Panama. Let me just say that. I, I, it really, oh my God, so good. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm, people are like, aren't you coming back? I'm like, no, <laughs> never coming back. There was no hesitation. <laughs> there was nothing. You're just like, Mm-mm, I have my happy forever place. I'm good. Yes. Super thrilled to be here. So, um, and that's saying something because it's the rainy season. So, which isn't actually saying something because you know, the funny thing is that people are like, oh, the rainy season, the rainy season, it's, it's, it rains all the time. It's like, no, it rains every day, but it doesn't rain all the time. You know, when I lived in Boston, we would get two weeks of rain at a shot. You would not see the sun for two weeks. And here, you see the sun basically every day. You know, there might be one or two days in a, you know, in a, in a few weeks that you don't see the sun at all. But basically every day, you see the sun at some point. And so... It's not nearly as bad as people think it would be. And the rain is warm. So, yeah, if you get caught out in it, sure, you get wet, but it's warm. So it's not like it's miserable, right? So, yeah, even the even the rainy season, right? <laughs> even, 
even the things that people are like, oh no, it's like, oh no, you know, you definitely want to be in the rainy season because that's when the ground is most lush. All the greenery is the most lush, right? It's just, it's beautiful because it's had a lot of water. And this year is a little weird because we're in an El Nino effect. And so like, we're, we're a lot hotter than usual where I am. Um, like we normally don't get above say 80, 80, 85 in, in my part of the mountains. Um, and yesterday it was 34 Celsius, which I think is like, I don't know, like 98. It, it was insanely hot yesterday. I was just sitting still with a fan blowing on me, dripping sweat. I'm like, okay, yeah, time to go inside and find the air conditioning. Need the air conditioning. Okay. Yeah, I've been saying that a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, so, but that's really unusual for where we are. Really, like like 10 degrees above what we normally are. And so everybody's like, ah, it's like, oh, El Nino. Yeah, we were getting less rain and more sun. And so this year is just going to be one of those years. But yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, and we uh, finally got some rain because uh, Resurrection Garden struck again. So we have the garden. Yeah, I call it Resurrection Garden. The fairies just don't leave. They just do all kind of fun stuff. So we haven't replanted yet. But yet we have watermelons and cucumbers and okra coming up from some mysterious seeds that didn't, you know, um, sprout the first time around. Well, now they're sprouting in in the middle of a dirt pile. Like the garden is <laughs> no water. We, we, we haven't had water since like in two and a half months. Right. And I everything they look they look just so green and so pretty. And so I went out there and went like, what the, all right, y'all just go ahead on with yourselves. So, and it was perfect timing with the cucumbers because I'm running very low on my sweet relish, my homemade sweet relish. So I need some more cucumbers because I'm not going by that many cucumbers in the store. That's just ridiculous. No. So aside from the garden, today we are talking about crystals and uh, spiritual cleansing and protection. And we actually had one of our listeners, Erin um, Stosky, who suggested this episode. Erin, awesome. Thank you. I so appreciate people who suggest episodes because after five years, I'm tired of figuring out what to talk about. So we love you. Thank you for that. Thank you, Erin. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about crystals and their properties. And, you know, we're not going to do the basics on crystals because we did that in the beginning of the, the podcast. So if you go back to like the first year we did the podcast in 2018, there is an episode on crystals in there somewhere. I promise you. Uh, I remember doing it. So, but what we're going to talk about today is specifically on using them in healing, you said? Yeah, spiritual cleansing, protection. And um, I think she had mentioned uh, that she kind of was wondering about their, like the sympathetic magic, how we can use that sympathetic magic with when we're using crystals. Right. Okay. So, uh, wow, my brain is not holding things today. So, protection. We'll start with that, and then you'll prompt me for the next thing, because my brain won't hold anything else. Okay. So, protection uh, and crystals. So, there are crystals that are specifically aligned with protective energies. And depending upon what you're protecting, uh, you may choose one versus another. And so the reason I say that is because uh, some crystals are more expensive than others, right? And so, you know, you'll use the ones that are, that are the smaller ones like garnet. Garnet is a protective crystal. Um, and obsidian, 
right? Those, those are protective crystals. So, um, and onyx, those are the, the three that are most known for protection. Now, hematite is not technically protective, but it does absorb negative energies. However, however, <laughs> she's showing her hematite <laughs> bracelet there. Yes. So, however, you must, 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 must cleanse your hematite on a regular basis or else when it gets full, it will dump all that negative energy into your field. Yay! Happy joy. So if you're ADHD and you don't do very well at tracking how long things have been, let's not use hematite, okay? <laughs> it's probably not your best bet. So, uh, but garnet, for instance, is it, it's not super pricey, but you can't get it in large pieces usually. It's usually you get that in like little beads and things like that in necklaces. Um, the onyx and obsidian are more available as larger chunks. And those are often very useful for things like protecting your property, things like that, okay? Now, do you have to use crystals to protect your property? Absolutely not. You don't have to. And in fact, you, you can use other types of crystals if you want to. You don't have to use the obsidian or the onyx. You could use ro uh, um, uh, regular quartz um, or amethyst, but... You know, you're going to have to bury whatever it is that you use on your property to avoid it being kicked over or moved or whatever. So you, if you're going to put it at the edges of the, your property line, you're going to need to bury it. And so, you know, you know, amethyst and, and amethyst is an amplifier, right, as is um, regular quartz. And so those two would work just fine, but they don't have the sympathetic magic of protection like onyx and obsidian do okay so if you're protecting yourself then garnet would be helpful you can wear garnet or obsidian or onyx right uh, but if you're protecting your property then you're looking at one of those other items that we were just talking about and that's how you use them you bury them at the corners of the property and you attach your your protections your wards to them ward is w-a-r-d right um and then they, you utilize the natural sympathetic magic energies of the stones to amplify and support the energetic that you created when you put the protection up in the first place, okay? And so that is a very simple way to do protections. So um, I've also done it in my house. So like I have these beautiful four crystal, uh, not crystal, copper balls um, and they are heavy as all get out, you know, um, and they're like 12 millimeters, you know, they're, 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 they're big. Right. Um, and I have used them in the corners of my healing space to hold the space within the house, um, as well. So those you can just plop in the corners. I use the copper balls cause I love copper and copper will basically, um, amplify anything you want to put in it. So that works out. Um, but you could also do the obsidian, the onyx, the, the quartz, the amethyst, right? The thing to remember about amethyst is that if you're going to use it outside, you had best be burying it because it bleaches in the sun. So you will lose the color of the amethyst if you leave it out in the sunlight. So don't ever put your amethyst outside. Now, do you have to, for the ones on the, four, uh, say, the four corners of the property, right? You're buried them. So... 
Is there any instance that you would need to like dig them up and cleanse them and then reset them? No, but you definitely want to do it when you leave the property, right? If you sell that house or you move out of that house, you, you want to dig them back up again because you don't want to leave your energetic in place for somebody else. Yeah, let's not do that. That's being let's not do that. sloppy. Yeah. Sloppy, okay. Sloppy. Sloppy, sloppy. And then what's what's like for, say, like my ones that I'm wearing, you know, either necklace, earrings or whatever. What's your favorite way to cleanse those type of crystals? No, my favorite way is to hold them in my hand and blow on it and go, clear. That's <laughs> my There super, you go. I'm just or like, done. Done. <laughs> yeah. So that's my favorite way of doing it. But there are many ways you can do it. You, there's, um, you know, you selenite is a natural cleanser. And so if you get one of the selenite bowls, you could just drop your crystals in the bowl and walk away and it'll cleanse them. And it has the added benefit of also being beautiful. So it can sit in your living room and do nothing and, and look like, you know, you've got a pile of crystals in it and you've got your crystal you know, and you're not out of the spiritual closet, but it just looks like decoration. That's awesome. Right. Um, you can also do uh, full, uh, full moon cleansing. So you just stick them in a wind, wind, the window sill. Be a window a window, seal. A window sill. Yeah. Window sill. Yes. A window sill that gets the moon light, and um, you know, obviously, full moon is is most efficient. Most most efficient. God, I can't talk to most efficient. Wow. Yeah, I can talk. Um, but obviously, the full moon is most efficient because it gives the most light, right? Um, and then there's also uh, putting them in water or burying them in the ground to cleanse them. Be careful what ones you put in water and what ones you put in the ground outside because uh, things like calcite will dissolve and they will disappear in water. And so if you put them outside in the dirt and it rains, you could lose some of your crystal. So that one's my least favorite method, <laughs> but you put them in salt water usually. Right, that's the idea. Is water, um, because the salt is the is the cleansing purification piece, and usually sea salt. Right, but any salt will do in a pinch. Any salt, any will salt do in will a pinch. Do. It's all about you. How do you do magic? It's intention. Absolutely. There you go. So, okay. So on what's the um, what about some crystals for spiritual cleansing? Spiritual cleansing. Okay. So, and again, hematite. Hematite's great for this because it will just pull the negative energy out of your field, right? Now, when I say negative energy, let me be clear. It is not going to pull entities out of your field. It's going to pull bad juju, bad energy, right? It's going to pull the, the ugh energy that's in your field. It will not take off, you know, what I call smoogies, schmoogies, right? Schmoogie. Smoogies, yes. Which you know, think think Slimer from from Ghostbusters, and then now you have a smoogie. That's a smoogie. Okay, um, it is not going to pull a smoogie or an entity or a demon off of you. That that is more than it can manage. Okay, but it will clear any sort of icky, gunky, blechy, negative, wee, whiny, bitchy, blech, blech, blech energy. All the PMS clear. energy that you got. All the PMS energy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen, yes. yes. All right. It will take so, care of that right there. Yeah. Bang, bang. All right. Now, the... The in terms of other cleansing sort of energies, it it really depends on what you're trying to cleanse, 
right? So, you know, oftentimes I will use rose quartz because it is just love. Rose, rose quartz and chrysocolla. Those are the, uh, no, sorry, rose quartz and rhodochrosite. I always, I always mess those two up. I don't know why, because they don't sound alike at all, at all, but I always do. Rose quartz and rhodochrosite are both sort of lovey-dovey energy, right? And if you're trying to clear stuff, lovey-dovey energy is supportive, right? And so that's, that's useful. Um, you can use clear quartz and amethyst. Again, they're amplifiers. They will do whatever your intention is and, and just amp it up, right? Um, in terms of uh, clearing energy, well, selenite's always a good one. It's clearing energy unto itself, right? We talked about that earlier. And, um, you know, angelite is a good negativity reducer as well. In fact, if you have a, a bad boss, tape a piece of, of angelite under their desk. It'll make life easier. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new one. I have not heard of this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Go in late at night, go underneath their desk, take it, duct tape it to the top of the desk so that they in the very back corner so they won't see it. They won't see it. Yeah. And and it'll it'll help you out. It'll help. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So yeah, those are the major ones. Um, you know, and I, I always say, look, pick up a copy of the book Love is in the Earth. It is the absolute encyclopedia of stones. There are so many stones. There are stones showing up now that I have never heard of before, and I used to sell crystals. So, uh, you know, there's there's always a new thing being discovered and uh, and or made available that was not available before, right? And this book is like 600 and some pages, last I checked, which was 20 years ago. So, it's probably got more pages now. But, um, but the book is super comprehensive. It tells you everything you could possibly want to know. Um, the only thing I wish about the book, because the book is actually categorized by the stone, and I wish that the book existed as a website such that you could search by what you wanted to do and it would deliver back to you what stones would be supportive, because I think that would be more useful. But it is what it is. So somebody out there who has coding experience and wants to make something really cool, you could do that. So if you do, let me know. I'll promote it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, crystals, what you have to recognize about crystals is that they have a fundamental consciousness. And so you need to pay attention to them because they will talk to you. They don't talk the way other things talk, but they, they make it clear. Like I had a friend who wanted to borrow one of my crystals once and she was going to tuck it in her bra. And I just was, and I held the crystal. And I was like, no, no, no. And I was like, no, no, no. I really don't want to give it to her. I really don't want to, but I, I couldn't figure a good reason not to hand it to her in that moment. This was 20 years ago before I would have just said no. Right. That was back before I had my no down. Right. And so I loaned it to her and she put it in her bra and she adjusted her bra and it fell out and it shattered into a million pieces on the floor. Both my intuition and the crystal's intuition were like, no, 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 right? It knew, right? Yeah. So I felt bad for killing a crystal when it told me not to. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. So, but they also have intentions too. I, had, I can't tell you how many times people have told me that their crystals just disappeared on them. And they just winked out of existence. 
and they were just no longer there. And it's like, yep, my time here is done. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've moved on to the next person. Uh, yeah. That, that stuff happens too. I, I once took my crystals out for a pagan pride day. Um, and uh, I was selling the necklaces that I make. Right. And so I used to make these transformational jewelry pieces where somebody would come in and tell me what what it was that they you know I would talk to them long enough to get a sense of their energy and who they were and whatever and then I would talk to them about where they wanted to be enough to be able to build the vision of what that energy would look like when they were already there and then I would build that energy into a necklace so that they could wear the energy until they can live into it which usually took like six to nine months it was very cool and so I was selling that, but on the side, I had put brought an extra table just to let my crystals clear in the sunlight, right? Because that's another option, right? And so I had this piece, uh, I don't remember, I think it was fluorite, which looking back on it, I'm like, well, that was stupid. Fluorite also uh, uh, fades in the sunlight too. <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't even think about it, but now I'm looking at it going, ah, I shouldn't have had that out in the sunlight. What was I thinking, right? So... Yeah, hindsight, right? Uh, but somebody walked up to me and all day people were trying to buy my crystals. And I'm like, you can't have my freaking tri- crystals. Come around here. <laughs> Stop it. And so, um, but all day I was like, no, 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 no. And this person walked up and she picked up the crystal and she said, how much? And I said, $18. And she was like, okay. And she paid it to me and she walked off. And I was sitting there with my friend <laughs> And my friend looked at me and I was like, did you see that? She said, what? Did I see what? Like the crystal just like grabbed your mouth and said $18. I said, yeah, because I didn't fucking say that. (laughs) She's like, nope, you did not. That crystal said $18. I said, that's exactly what I paid for it. (laughs) And she was like, yep. And the crystal was done and that was hers. And I'm like, okay. So... Every other crystal was happy to stay with me because I got to say no to everyone else. <laughs> that one was moving on. <laughs> like, okay. And uh, when I had gone to the magical market, I actually won a huge package of like over $150 worth of stuff, right? And in there was an amethyst crystal. You know, like raw amethyst, right? And I love raw amethyst. So when I brought it home, I'm like, oh, yeah, but um, but it never felt right. And I'm like, what's going on with this? Okay. Friend of mine was coming in. I haven't seen her in four or five years. And so her and her husband come in to visit, and we were all getting together and everything. And I was getting ready, and, I, and I, my eyes went straight to that crystal and went, oh, you're supposed to go to her. Okay, cool. So I picked it up, and I brought it with me, and then I got clarification. Crystal was not for her, who was the mom. It was actually for her daughter. That was one of the twin babies that was there that I was just meaning that they're my, they're my, you know, surrogate grandkids too, you know. And so I'm like, oh, this is supposed to go to Vivian. Okay, gotcha. So I said, you hold on to this till Vivian's old enough. This is her crystal. It's not yours to keep, it's hers. And and I was like, okay, this is just the most natural thing. <laughs> she was like, okay, I'll do that. I said, that's what the crystal told me. She says, that's what it, I said. Yes. I said, you want me to show you? So she was like, no, I got it. It's all good. I said, okay, cool. So, but yeah, so that was, I had no clue, but it went, it had to go through me to get to her. So when you think about what has to line up in the universe of things 
to get from point A to point B to the wholesaler, to the retailer, to me going to this magical market to get this specific crystal, to, oh, by the way, they're coming down to get this to this baby toddler is like, okay, that's cool. You know, that that's very, very cool. Yeah. So, so let's talk about some advanced sort of uses of crystals because, um, you know, there, you can do a crystal grid for manifestation. Um, and that's putting together a bunch of different crystals to create a, uh, a lattice work, you know, it's like a, a web, right. Of connections between all the crystals to utilize that, to create a manifestation grid that will hold the energy of your manifestation energy, right. And, and constantly feed it, right? Now, uh, if you have cleaning people who come to your house, you need to let them know that they can't touch your freaking altar, right? <laughs> because they will mess that up. Or you'll have to reset it every time they come in, which is kind of defeats the purpose, right? But that works. I used to have a, uh, a window quartz uh, before I moved down here. It was my favorite piece of crystal. Uh, it was a, uh, basically it was sort of... Um, frosted around all parts except for the one part that was cleanly sliced and polished and so it it almost worked like a crystal ball you know it's like I would put it on a chakra and I could look through it to see what I needed to see at the time and so it was really cool it was kind of like a, a magnifying glass for energy right um, I loved that. That worked really well for years. Now, I, I don't need it now. Uh, I haven't used it in ages, which is why I let it go when we moved. But um, but it was a really useful piece of equipment for me. And um, when I was running my Reiki healing practice, I actually had an amethyst tower that, with its permission, and over a period of, of many months, I had attuned it to level Reiki 2. Um, and it also would add energy into the room as part of any, any Reiki healing process I would do is I would activate it and it would provide an, an additional energy source for the Reiki. Oh, wow. So, I didn't know you could attune crystals. There you go. See, like I said, advanced techniques. That we're I was going to say, serious. <laughs> okay. So, you know, crystals, they, they have their own consciousness. And so you you really need to listen to them about what they want to hold, what they will hold, what they will allow through them, things like that. So this particular amethyst and I negotiated for this, right? And it was like, okay, but slowly. And I'm like, okay. And so I never got it past Reiki 2 before I finally sold it. But um, it was it was delightful. And so, you know, I mean, they're using crystals to store data. There's data storage via crystal. And that's what they used to do in Atlantis, too. In Atlantis, crystals ran everything. Oh, really? They were they were a power source, but they, they also... Source, they were data storage. They, they were, were data storage. Okay, I did. Yeah. I couldn't remember that one. Okay. Yeah, they, they held energy grids. They, they did everything. So... You know, we haven't really tapped all the access into crystals that that used to be used in Atlanta's time. Um, I actually have 
fond memories. Well, not really fond memories because it was of everything imploding, but um, I have memories. Before the implosion, it was fond memories. <laughs> yes, yes. The same friend that that I, I gave the crystal to that get, got shattered, um, she and I were in Atlantis together. And we, I remember being in the power plant and watching the crystal, the main crystal of the power plant shatter and explode. And that was like the beginning of the end for Atlantis. So, okay. How yeah. big was this crystal that it was? Pow- it was massive. I mean, like it we're was, talking like mountain big, like we're talking, big? no, it was, it was probably, I want to say like one store, no, two stories high and uh, probably 50, 60 feet wide. Okay. That's a big one. Yeah, so you know, it probably taller, and because it was much taller than it was wide, so it was it was fifty or sixty feet high wide, which means that it was probably four or five stories high. Yeah, it was massive, massive. I'm just like, you, you, from across the room, it took up the entire field of vision. Right? It was big, so and it was a big room. So yeah. Now, was it the same type of crystals that? Um, it was amethyst. Am- Oh, okay. So, so to power it, that that was it was amethyst. Yeah. Then what about like the, like the I'll say uh, data keepers or storage storage keepers? That was a different type. I didn't. I don't have that memory from Atlantis, but but I believe that those those are regular quartz in today's world. Okay. Okay. Because I know they have the um, might be saying the wrong word, but uh, I think it's called phantoms, or and or there's record keepers, um, and there's crystals that you can. There's a certain how it looks, and they call them record keepers. And yeah, those are those are usually regular quartz, clear quartz with um, with uh, they're like they've got like almost braille on them. Yeah, that's those are the record keepers. Yeah, know what I wanted to ask. I remember you talking about it may have been in that first episode you were talking about or something about crystal skulls. And it was a story, I think it was you that told me about it. It was some story that literally the, like, the person passed by and this crystal started talking to the person, but it turned out it was a demon inside of it. So can you kind of tell the difference? How do you tell the difference between this is a demon talking to me or this is a crystal that wants to work with me? Yeah. So this particular person had a penchant for things that were bad for her. <laughs> she was really good at picking the things that were going to hurt her every time. Um, and so, you know, when, you, when you've when you done that a couple of times, bring a friend, right? <laughs> That's what I'm going to say, because your picker is broken, right? Um, and, and you got you to gotta adjust your picker. So, uh, but in general, if a quartz feels good, then it's probably good for you. If it talks to you and promises you things, then there's something ack in it. It's like icky, icky, poo-poo. Don't, don't get that, okay? Because, you know, crystals can store entities and hold them. And it's like a genie in a bottle thing, right? But, you know, this thing can still mess with you if you let it. Yeah, because there, there was a demon inside of hers, right? Or it was, or was it cursed or something? I, I, it was, it was some sort of cursed entity. It, it felt less like a demon and more like a really angry wizard. 
Ebin Jin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it felt, no, it felt more human, but it was like, it was a really powerful being that had been trapped in this thing for a really long time and was pissed. It was so bad. And it was like, oh God, really? No, let's not do this. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm hearing a follow-up question from somebody listening to us. I'm going to go with that. Um, well, wouldn't I just set him free? Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> no. But why? Oh my God, please don't. If, if he's pissed, if he's pissed off. On this. Have you have you never watched a single superhero movie that has a supervillain? This guy would be an immediate supervillain. And there would be very few people capable of mopping up the mess you just made. So there's a reason the guy got locked away. Get a grip, right? Do not let him out. But what if he's wrongfully accused? <laughs> he might be a good one. But then Maya says, you can't tell, can you? So how about we just leave him alone? <laughs> leave it be. If you don't know, you don't know. Leave it be. There. Oh my God. Yeah. All I'm, all I'm seeing right now is all the TikToks where the guys are going with metal detectors and like finding all of these, uh, you know, these metal boxes that have been, have these, these skulls and things put inside of them that, you know, they're things that, that magical practitioners have put together and locked things away in and thrown them into the ocean or buried them underground for a freaking reason. And these guys were opening them. I'm like, are you stupid? And all of these practitioners are, are like uh, duetting the, the guys doing this going, don't open that. Don't open that. Don't open that. Don't open what you don't understand. Don't open that. Right. That's all I'm seeing right now. So please, please don't. Yeah. It's a bad idea. Yeah. We watched some of that on, it was one of the, the shows that we were watching, um, probably paranormal caught on camera or, or something like that. And, uh, and this dude, like, no, he bought this demon box. He was like, yeah, I just want to see if it's real. Okay. That's what you're going to pick to see if it's real or not. Okay. So, I mean, it was, I don't know. It had like bird skeleton parts in it and stuff. And it was sealed with like, you know, the candle wax, the whole nine yards has stuff yeah. on there. I have no I idea what it's not just candle wax. It's candle wax and blood, because if you're going to bind a demon, you need blood to do that. So, yeah. And as soon as he like opened it, the box itself moved. And then it like, you know, if you peek it open, Oh no, this thing flung itself open. And then he wonders why he's not feeling good and why all of a sudden, whenever he leaves that place, and now he's going to put everything back in the box and seal it with duct tape. I can't make this up if I tried. I can't make it up. And then put it in the trash outside that that's going to, you know, that's going to, you know, keep the demon from or whatever it was from attaching to him. No, the, the sucker followed that dude home and like would just I mean, his life was hell. Oh, yes, it would be. Yeah, there's a reason that they bound that thing. (laughs) And it's pissed. And anything that opens the box is going to see as being its captor because it's been there for too long. And it doesn't remember who put it in there. So, yeah, no. So, I'm thinking in that instance, let's just say I have a stupid moment and I do this. There's no crystal on earth that is going to protect me from, from the thing that is now I have released. Right. You, know, you need help. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you, know, you call you some ghostbusters. And you need to be prepared to say I was stupid. 
okay? Because whoever answers the phone for you with the capability of doing that for you is going to be like, what the hell did you do? And you'll be like, yes, I was stupid. It's like, yes, you were stupid. Don't ever do this again. Because now I have to put myself on the line to to save your stupid ass, right? And so, you know, that's going to be expensive, folks. (laughs) Just You're going like, to pay a lot of stupid tax on that transaction. And it should be because there is a stupid tax attached to it. <laughs> not only is it really hard and not many people can do it. It is also a, you you were stupid. You're paying extra for this. That's just how that goes. <laughs> you know? Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Now, or there's- Especially if you had a warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, like, oh, here's a demon box. Oh, yeah, let me open that. Let me open that. It's like Darwinism in action. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I just want to see what was in it. Yeah, curiosity killed the cat. You know, <laughs> that's not good. No satisfaction bringing that cat. It ain't no satisfaction bringing him back. <laughs> not just not happening. So, so like in Crystal Skull, okay, that's what. Like your your friend um, experience with that one, um, and I'm a, you know, it was a quartz. But are there other? Is it usually a, if something is going to inhabit a crystal or be put into a crystal, is it usually going to be quartz that that's going to happen with, or like some other kind of crystal? You know, um, pick one. You know, hema. I don't know if it is like um, yeah. So. A calcite, it will uh, be a sodalite. No, it will definitely not be a calcite or a sodalite. Um, calcite is too porous, as is sodalite. It's always going to be a really hard crystal. So you could, I mean, you could even do it with a diamond, but um, but they're generally too small. It, generally, it'll be a quartz, but it could be, you know, obsidian or onyx. Those are both um, hard enough. But yeah, generally you want a really hard crystal for that. It's it's just it's, the solidity of the crystal provides the solidity of the container, right? Sympathetic magic again. Yeah, I just pulled that one out of my butt. And I'm, well, I channeled that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Let me ask my guys. And they're like, here, here's the answer. I'm like, hey, thanks, guys. Here we go. Because I've never had to know this because I've never tried to put anybody inside a crystal. So, you know, yeah, little deets. Right. Um, although, you know, I mean, it can be done in other things. I mean, um, I know somebody who has a, um, a a sword, a rapier that has an entity attached to it. Um, so it could be pretty much anything that it can go into. I mean, there are entities in dolls by the dozens, right? <laughs> it's just like all kinds of entities go in dolls. Mm-mm. No dolls in my house. I don't care if it's Barbie. I don't care what it is. There are no dolls in my house. Not happening. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope, ain't oh, yeah. happening. Mm-mm. Yeah, that happens a lot. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it, energies can be attached. So, so there's a couple of things. There's the energies can be attached to things, and then energies can be trapped in things, and those are different. Energies that are attached to things are usually by their own volition. They've chosen to. So they've chosen to be attached to that thing. Okay, and. So, you know, they're attached to it because it has some sort of value to them, some sort of meaning to them, right? Um, and so that's how you get things like haunted dolls and heart, like the coat that I bought from Goodwill years ago. They came with the ghost of the lady attached to it. And I was like, I put the coat on and she's like, 
you can hear me. You can see me. La, 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 la. She wouldn't shut up. Right. Yeah. I've been waiting for years to talk to somebody. <laughs> that was her favorite coat. And that's what she was attached to. Yeah. And so I was like, well, this is no fun. So <laughs> I had to cross her over because man, she would not shut up. And so I'm like, when other people are talking, you do not talk. This is how social rules work. She's like, well, they can't hear me. I'm like, yeah, but if I can't hear you or them because you're both talking at the same time, guess who I'm going to be mad at? Because they don't know not to talk (laughs) because they don't know you're talking. So shut up. (laughs) Like, like, So I finally just crossed her over. I was like, okay, enough, right? And um, so, you know, sometimes they'll become attached to things for that reason. Um, But then other times they're forcibly put into something. To, you know, like the the blade that was, it was forcibly put into the blade. Well, mm. so it was kind of this particular item, the thing agreed to be in the blade, but I don't think it recognized it would be trapped there forever. <laughs> and so, so it was not, it, it was, it was happy to be part of, you know, bloodletting because the blade was for like killing people. And it was like, yeah, I'm on it. You know, it liked that, but it was not happy about being there when there was no battle to be had. And so it would create angst and hate and discontent to, in the hopes that you would pull it out and kill somebody with it or draw blood with it. This is why you don't want these things, guys. When it gets bored, you get in trouble. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Unless you have really excellent shields and really excellent protections for yourself. But, you know, again, this is this is one of those things. And we're far enough along in the podcast that I'll talk about this stuff now. But um, it, it's dangerous for beginners because they're, like, all puffing up and, oh, I'm going to prove myself, blah, blah, blah. Do not prove yourself with this shit, man. This is a bad idea. You will lose. If you don't know that you're a badass already, you need to not be doing this shit. If you only think you could be a badass, uh-uh, not enough. Okay. <laughs> Let me be clear. If you have any doubt that you're a badass, this is not something to fuck with. Let's be clear. Is that clear enough? Yeah. Leave it alone. Step away from the cursed object. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're back in the first first season, first year, where I Here's how not to blow saying, yourself up. Here's how not to blow yourself up, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's how not to blow yourself up. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. The advanced version. So, you know, and with that said, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, look, you know, if you are listening to this and you you are far enough along in your journey that you know some of the stuff makes sense to you, then you know it, it becomes a lot harder to find stuff that can actually help you evolve. And you know, this is when you really need to turn to people who actually have been there before you, who have a knowledge of it and who who know their stuff, right? And so I'm going to remind y'all, I have an apprenticeship program. And I am still taking applications for that. I, I'm, I'm only going to work with a few people. I don't have time to work with a ton. So if you would like to be considered for the apprenticeship program, then um, sign up for the discovery call uh, on my website, and uh, sign up as a spiritual seeker, and then in the additional info box, say apprenticeship. You you want to know about the apprenticeship program because I'm not even creating a form for it because it's I'm only taking a very few people, and I'm not taking everybody who applies either. Just so you know, what? So How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to be ready. I'm not going to take people. I'm going to blow up. 
right? You got to be ready. That means that to be ready means that you are actively doing your personal growth work. You are actively learning energetics and you have the ability to self-regulate your emotions. And you are already at the stage where you are moving towards the, the optimization of you towards the, well, you know, when you start in this work, you start by going away from what you don't want. You, you're like, I'm in pain. I'm going to move away from pain. And at some point you make the switch to, wow, this has been working so much and uh, so well, and I feel so much better. How much better could I feel? And then the, the motivation becomes, how much better can I be? How much stronger can I be? How much more powerful can I be? How much more me can I be? And then, so you have to be at that stage. You have to be past the point where you're going away from what you don't want and, and you have turned to going towards what you do. So those are the criteria. You have to be at those stages in order to um, be accepted as an apprentice. And we have to vibe. That's the other piece because we're going to be working really intimately together. And I don't want to do that with somebody I don't vibe with, right? If we don't have a vibe going, then there's, there's, no, there's no real connection for that, right? And, uh, you know, if that's the case and I think that you're ready for somebody, I will put you in touch with someone who could be a good apprentice or, you know, a good mentor for you. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, it's you got a vibe. Well, yeah. And, and that's also from my perspective, when the you know universe is putting you with the teacher, your mentor that you're supposed to be with and that you're not forcing that relationship, you know. Um, for me personally, I, I am learned that when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and heading in the right direction, it's so easy. And then when I step off the path, and I, you know, it's kind of like when you're bowling and I'm bowling straight down, I'm going to get that strike. Yeah. And when I hit the gutter, that it just hurts. It's just a lot more difficult, you know? So they're like, no, 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 not that way. Go this way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've got another really cool piece of information for people. Um, so many of you know that my courses are not cheap and that's because you're doing 25 years worth of personal growth work and 10 years worth of energetic training in two and a half years. And so, you know, it's, it's the express train without blowing you up. But, um, I have actually found a company that would fund people to, uh, to take the courses. And so you are no longer going to have to be, um, able to pay the course off before the end of the course. They fund for three, five years, stuff like that. And so you can make the courses a lot more affordable for you. And so if you have been sitting there going, oh my God, I really want to take these courses, but I can't afford them. Please, please go ahead and schedule a discovery call uh, because I can hook you up with the funding source and we can get you set up and you can come and take the classes that you know you want. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great option. Yeah, we just got that in place yesterday. So I'm super excited. There you go. That's that's excellent. Love that. Yeah. All right. So, so wrapping up all our uh, information on the crystals and the protections and the spiritual cleansings and the demons in the crystals and <laughs> everything mm. that we went over today, what would be your Kellyism for today? Mm, Kellyism for the day. I think what we're going to say is shine on. And that sums it up, guys. <laughs> I love it. So that's all that we have time for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, y'all. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon.
present within my car I'm all alone but feeling good and feeling strong knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.